Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Today I want to continue our conversation about the spiritual life. In a previous podcast, we discussed the uh, purgative way of the spiritual life, and we discussed how kind of an overview of different historical theories about this, uh, with Teresa of Avila, John of the Cross, uh, and then we talked about uh, the priest Garigou Lagrange, uh, who was a French Dominican priest, uh, I believe in the late 1800s, who really did a, a lot of research in compiling um, the best spiritual masters uh, and kind of systematizing what they had said. And he he came up with a three-stage uh, spiritual uh, life, uh, uh, a way of spiritual progress. Um, now, I, I do have to mention, I'm, I'm quite sure that these three stages generally have been acknowledged uh, by people in the church f- for almost the entirety of the church's life. I am quite sure that multiple church fathers have talked about this, um, but I don't have hard evidence of that right now. I'm just, out of what I've learned, I I vaguely remember hearing that that many church fathers have talked about this three stage, these three stages of the spiritual life. So last time we talked about the purgative stage, which involved really getting rid of mortal sin um, and then also getting the soul uh, detached from consolations in prayer through the dark night of the senses. Now, uh, the dark night of the senses can last anywhere from a few weeks to a few years, uh, is what spiritual writers often say. And it all depends, really, upon, of course, God's grace, um, but also upon how the individual um, responds to God's grace. Do they once they get to a point where they are sufficiently detached from these consolations in prayer, God will then bring them, quote-unquote, to the next stage. And I also want to say here that these stages of the spiritual life, a very common problem people have is thinking uh, about it too systematically and applying this system to their own lives and their own relationship with God. Now that is a mistake. Um, It's a relationship. This whole thing is a relationship. And relationships do generally have stages to them, but they're very fluid. And it's very hard for someone to tell where they are in this process. Um, There there certainly are saints. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, Saint Therese of Lisieux. But also, uh, St. Teresa of Avila, uh, I believe, I believe St. Philip Neri, and, and probably many other saints, they've, they eventually will, you know, 
because of God's grace and because of their openness to it, they will reach what's called the third stage, the unitive stage, and they will um, be so humbled and open to God's grace, they will be so humbled and open to God's grace that they will just be able to acknowledge where they are at without any sort of pride. With in full humility, in full uh, bearing to the truth, they will just be able to say, yes, I have reached the heights of the spiritual life. Sorry, they probably wouldn't say it like that. They would say something like, yes, God has brought me to these heights of the spiritual life. Anyway, okay. So after the dark night of the senses, one is uh, introduced to the illuminative stage. And this stage is categorized um, and named because of the illuminative prayer that often accompanies it. Now, all these things that I've talked about, they may or may not accompany an individual. Um, but this is how things generally seem to evolve for people in their spiritual life. Um, so this illuminative stage categorized by what's called illuminative prayer or also called infused prayer um, where God kind of takes the soul the soul becomes much more passive in prayer and, and God begins to work more quietly um, this will also be called the Church of Avila calls it the prayer of quiet where uh, the soul kind of meditation no longer happens the imagination is kind of halted to a certain extent um, and it, it's almost like as pure of an intellection that a human can have um, and they just kind of sense the presence of God not with any consolation or physical uh, sense but kind of just in their in their intellect you could say they they sense the presence of God in a certain way um, and again this is I mean it can be accompanied by uh, consolations um, but the purest form of this apparently is is not accompanied by consolations so the person doesn't necessarily doesn't really feel anything good or bad um, it's just kind of a I mean they could they could there we, we have bodies so we're gonna be feeling things no matter what but this state of prayer can be characterized whether the person is you know, in a time of spiritual desolation or in a time of spiritual consolation or just in a neutral state. And this, what happens in this stage is also that the soul is continually purified from those, those consolations so that they may be open more to, to the pure relationship with God instead of uh, the desire for the fuzzy feelings they may get. So 
even after the dark night of the senses, the person uh, is not totally purified from attachment to those um, to those consolations, but they are mostly detached from. Um, and then the illuminative stage kind of finishes that work, I'd say. And the stage is, is also characterized by just the soul getting closer and closer to God in this um, in this pure kind of relational way. Um, and the the uh, the thing marking when a person is leaving the illuminative stage and going towards the unitive stage is what is called the dark night of the sense, uh, dark night of the spirit, which is what Saint John of the Cross talks about in his Dark Night uh, book. I think, he, I think it's called the Dark Night of the Spirit. If I'm uh, not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and we will pick up on that where we leave off. Thank you. <laughs>